Welcome back into Entercom Houston's Eye on Houston. I am Paul Gallant, along with former Houston Texan Seth Payne. We do Mad Radio, along with Mike Meltzer on Sports Radio 610. You can hear 6 in the morning to 10 in the morning every single weekday on Sports Radio 610. And we are joined by three very special women, Annabelle O'Day, Caitlin Richards, and Grace Johnson from Santa Fe High School and for Hearts United for Kindness. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having us here. It's, it's great to have you here. I, I can imagine this has been just a really tough, difficult, interesting, all sorts of words to describe last year. And what you guys have been able to do with Hearts United for Kindness has been a really cool cause. Can you explain Hearts United for Kindness to everyone listening right now? Yes, sir. So right after the shooting, we were thinking that our community needed something that would help people come together because the media and everything were noticing how there wasn't really anyone from Santa Fe stepping up and they were expecting political activists like March From Our Lives from Parkland, which had happened just a few months prior. Us from Santa Fe, we weren't really about anything political because we wanted something that would help bring our community together. We didn't want anything that would tear us apart. So we decided to start Hearts United for Kindness because because that's something that can bring people together. We want to focus on a movement of love and kindness and to promote mental health because us as survivors, you know, that's something that we struggle with. We've gone through therapy. We've had survivor's guilt. And we want to make sure that everybody in our community feels love and support from us and that it's okay to get help whenever you need it. And we just thought that this was an idea that everyone could get behind no matter what political background left or right we just wanted something that would bring people together what was it like after those initial three or four weeks where initially there's a whole lot of attention um, but then after that things settle in and maybe the national media isn't going around looking for interviews as often and maybe the the intensity of the coverage isn't the same was there a feeling of was there an intensified feeling of community afterwards or was it hard to pull everything together? I think that after the first few weeks is when really everything kind of began to set in that this actually happened and it happened to us. And, you know, usually it's one of those things that you see on the news, but it never happens to your town or your community. And once we all started to feel that as a community, I think it brought us closer together. It was definitely hard, but we were there for each other and supported each other through it. One thing I thought when I when I would drive down through Santa Fe, and I actually I met a couple of you guys at the Powder Puff football game just a couple of nights before the shooting. Um, it was the night before the shooting. Uh, and, and the thing that struck me was, okay, I grew up in a place a lot like this where a lot of pickup trucks, a lot of, you know, a lot of a lot of people that as I thought about it afterwards, probably aren't real comfortable with the idea of therapy sometimes or talking to people about their issues. And has that been has that been an obstacle or has it been is it been hard to get people to talk sometimes? I think, well, right after we had a, a resiliency center set up at one of the churches and it invited all the students, all of the parents to come in and just talk. Um, it didn't have to be about anything specific it could be about the shooting it could be not about the shooting they just wanted to encourage everybody to get out there and get through not get through it necessarily because it was only a few few weeks after the shooting but talk through it and and it was just a really hard time for everybody you know in a small town everybody knows everybody in one way or another so i know the resiliency center i know it really encouraged everybody to to talk more whether you were 
someone who was into therapy or not into therapy, but it was very inviting and and very welcoming to the entire community. Yeah, I'm going to add on to that. So I'm on the steering committee for the Resiliency Center. I was asked by the city manager. And one thing is that right after a tragedy, it takes months for kind of your brain and your emotions to catch up with what happened. Because right afterwards, it doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel like real life. And so right in the beginning, we did have a lot of events for people to come in. And people did come in and talk. But we've seen a lot more people actually come in for therapy now and for example I didn't go there for therapy over summer it wasn't until I went back to college and I was back in that school environment that I started having more issues and more panic attacks and having a hard time control controlling my body because my body would go into fight or flight mode a lot just from triggers and so as the months have gone on we have seen a lot more people feel more comfortable and opening up to therapy and man that obviously has to be extremely hard and i imagine as time goes on there is a separation from what actually happened but now you get closer and closer to it being you know the the year anniversary of it all happening there still probably has to be this meeting with therapy meeting with other people just to talk through your feelings because i can imagine that after something like this happens, you know, as, as Seth was saying a little bit earlier, just the immediacy, the, the swarm, the, all of that, that's got to be extremely overwhelming. But there's definitely got to be overwhelming moments as well afterwards because there are people that you used to walk among that all of a sudden aren't there anymore. And, and, and I, I guess for this point, you know, a, a year into founding Hearts United for Kindness, like what has been what's been the big goal like going forward? Because now I imagine this is something that's going to be for life this isn't something that's just going to be for a couple of months you know right so i mean we you know we want this to be a long-term thing we want to keep supporting our community and eventually other communities that need it as well and one thing that we're about is that mental health starts with being kind to people and another thing we're battling with is a stigma around mental health because it's kind of you know, not taken very seriously, but it's a very real and serious thing that can really affect your everyday life. And it's not just a stigma in Santa Fe, it's a stigma everywhere. And that's something that we're trying to help people with. And especially I imagine for high school students. I mean, we've all we've all been through high school. We all know just how awful things can be at times. Just you're a kid, you're growing up, you're a lot of changes are going on at the same time. And you need someone to talk through these things with. I mean, I'm, I'm big into therapy myself. I've been seeing a therapist for the last three years for my own personal stuff. And it helps out a lot. But to know that you actually have the ability to reach out to someone who can help you and know that that person's actually trying to help you and make you better and, and, and more whole, it's huge. But a lot of people, yeah. They're terrified to actually even follow through with it, or they're afraid that somebody is going to hear that this is something that they're actually going through. They don't want to seem weak or things like that, and that stinks because you know that 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 isn't some that is something that no one should ever be thinking about themselves. And it's awesome that you guys are doing something like this to make sure that people that don't know these things off the top of their head have resources like this. So where is that? Um, as you as you are encouraging people to do that, how are you doing that right now with Hearts for Kindness? 
So we're doing a lot of stuff through Facebook right now and Twitter, but with the year anniversary coming up, we're actually going to start a YouTube and so that we're going to start putting out a lot more resources and share more about our story and our journey through YouTube so that it's more personable and people can hear more about our story. Okay. And um, another thing that is really beneficial to Santa Fe and that we like to share is that the Resiliency Center is free. You get free counseling, free therapy, free yoga. There are so many resources that the Resiliency Center has, and it's all free. And I would imagine it's one of those things where sometimes people, it's just a matter of getting them to just go and check it out. And they might not even realize what's in it for them. But if they just go check it out, go check out the Resiliency Center, look at it on Facebook. Um, and so Hearts for Kindness on Facebook, Hearts for Kindness on YouTube is will will be the YouTube. You've got a you've got a, a documentary crew following <laughs> you around today. Um, they'll be doing a feature sometime in the next year. Or so so there, and that's one thing I've learned from talking to people from Santa Fe is that the fundraising initially was huge, and there was a lot of interest from outside. But because it hasn't gotten, because it hasn't necessarily been politicized as much as as with other places, that maybe the attention has waned a little bit, and the fundraising has been it's, it's gotten a little more difficult. Yeah, the fundraising, it's, we have a lot of great ideas. Um, I think a lot of it is just worried, worrying about turnout because we are pretty much community known right now. And I know with our upcoming event, um, Battle of Bands, we are reaching out to other communities around us, you know, Friendswood, Pearland, Manville. And um, hopefully the name starts to grow into. Um, a Houston conversation and we can start to impact more people to come out to our fundraisers to reach out to our resources because like Caitlin said you know there's this big stigma around uh, around mental health and people don't talk about the survivors enough and the survivors guilt it can kill you we've seen that in Parkland where we've lost two people survivors guilt can kill you and we we really want everybody to to feel okay about going to talk to somebody whether it's a therapist or whether whether it, they reach out to us on social media or whether they just talk to a friend you we want to encourage people just just to talk is it hard for you guys when somebody asks you where you went to high school i think i can speak for all of us when i say it was it's you have to take a breath before you say it because it's one of those areas where somebody can know nothing about it and we go back to the conversation of oh i'm from santa fe and everybody thinks we're from new mexico or you can say santa fe and everybody immediately just gets this face mm -hmm. and you don't know how to react to it you do you you know it's just kind of the oh santa fe and you're just like yeah and then it and then they want to get into the conversation so I think I think it's a little hard for us, but it also gives us an opportunity to to speak about our experiences, to to offer our services as an organization and our resources and stuff like that. So I think there's negatives and pos positives to to being connected to that name. Uh, Grace Johnson, Caitlin Richards, Annabella Day from Hearts United for Kindness from Santa Fe High School. I'm Paul Gallant. He is Seth Payne. We're of Mad Radio and Sports Radio 610. That's got to be difficult when people are coming up to you with that. But I mean, I think one of the cool things about Hearts United for Kindness is the thing that you guys set up right off the gate. It's that this isn't about politics or one side or another. This is about, hey, like we're, we're human beings. Let's let's all get together. Let's actually be cool with one another and let's find ways to, you know, make sure that everyone that goes through things like this actually 
actually have the resources to get through things like this. Now, I imagine you know you guys have a lot of events and things going up, but say say someone is just listening right now in the car and they want to help donate so that you guys can continue to put on these events. Where would they go? What would they have to do? Yes, sir. So they can go to our Facebook page and we have a PayPal set up and pretty soon we'll be coming up or coming out with a website and so they'll be able to go there as well. Okay, cool. So there's the Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Hearts United. For kindness. Hearts United for kindness. Okay. So you have the Facebook page there. So if you're looking to help out, that's the way to go about doing it. Uh, Facebook.com slash Hearts United for Kindness. So is there anything else that you want people to know about? Because obviously you guys want to keep this going, and especially with it being a year since it happened. What is it that you guys are prioritizing right now? Yes, sir. So one thing that we just want everybody to know, blanket statement, no matter what you've gone through, you can never choose what other people do to you. You can only choose how you respond. And so this is our response to the evil that we've felt. And one thing that we're really excited about coming up is that June 8th, we're going to have a battle of the bands at Three Acres Park. It's a food truck park. There will be vendors, you know, come bring your family. It's family friendly. Listen to some bands, get some food trucks, buy some jewelry from some vendors. You know, it'll be a fun family night. We're very proud of you guys. It's great to have young people like you in this community. It really is because you guys are the future. And uh, what you guys have done, you know, through all of this, it just shows amazing strength. And we're uh, really, I'm I'm in awe of you kids right now. And I feel like less like like you guys are yeah, still do something. Paul. <laughs> I know, right? Jeez. Right. I know. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure myself out. But. Uh, Annabelle, Kaylin, Grace, we're, we're, we're so appreciative of you guys joining us. And again, Facebook.com slash Hearts United for Kindness. Keep it up. We, we, are, we are very proud of you, and we know you guys are going to go on to do great things and continue to do great things with Hearts for Kindness. Thank you so much, and thank you for having us here. No problem whatsoever. It is Intercom Houston's Eye on Houston, and it continues after this.